Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in again to another episode of Ask a Friend. Uh, today actually it's going to be a very special guest. She is not a friend. She's actually my daughter, Vera Sweeney. So it's very cool to be doing this uh, with her, especially since it seems like this show is starting to gain a little bit of popularity. Thank you so much to everybody who's been tweeting about it and resharing. That's really, really cool. So I'm Tom Sweeney uh, from Black Grass, and I appreciate you tuning in. Just in case you haven't heard the show before, it's basically I just call up friends and ask them what kind of music they like and then connect those song choices to Spotify so you guys who are listening can enjoy the tunes too and maybe are reminded of some great artists who haven't been around or haven't been heard in some time. So, all right, let's uh, have a little bit of interlude music and then we'll get right into the interview with Vera Sweeney. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, uh, welcome again to another episode of Ask a Friend. I'm Tom Sweeney with Black Grass, and with me is my beautiful and talented daughter, Vera Sweeney. And it's actually kind of cool to have her here because not only is she on the West Coast with me here in Los Angeles, beautiful Los Angeles, California, but she's also got some pretty exciting things going on in her life. Uh, she's written a script that I'm going to ask her about real quick uh, and gotten some serious interest. But even better than that, for this particular show, she has a lot of experience as a professional DJ. Now, Vera, I know you have a lot of uh, different varied styles of music that you like. But if you could, please comment first on the script and what's going on with that. So, hello, everybody. Thank you for putting up with my dad's podcast first of all I know he loves to rant and talk and all he talks about is music so you're probably like oh my god change the subject already but anyway um so my script is called lazy superheroes and I was writing it literally on a dare my I remember I was watching Captain America Civil War and I was sitting on the couch laughing to myself and my dad walked into the living room and said what's so funny and I said I just want to see a movie where Captain America just gives up and gets fat and lazy and stops saving people <laughs> so that being said my dad just went you need to write that so it literally started <laughs> as a joke it was just a huge joke to us and we thought the more ridiculous the better so now we have a bouncy castle involved and there's a rubber chicken and there's a pig named marley and you know it's this whole big i call it a glorious train wreck basically so what happened was i ended up writing the script actually seriously and then um, my dad was kind enough to get one of his friends from Coca-Cola to actually read it. And well, now, wait, he's not from Coca-Cola. He's uh, Premier Entertainment. Tony works with Premier Entertainment. And oh, I think he's apologies. one of the owners, actually. And they do all of the placement, product placement for Coca-Cola for everything that you see in television and film. And so then you can continue from there. Yeah. See, I was wrong. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So, um, anyway, so we sent it to him and typically what he does is he'll give it to somebody else and if they like it, then he'll read it. So he ended up, uh, we reached out to him mostly just saying, you know, Hey, what do you think of this? Do you think we could send it to anybody? And I have written it with a specific cast in mind and he actually reached out to me and said, yes, this is funny. Here are the people you want to contact. And so I was just thinking, 
holy crap, this actually is funny. Like, somebody has the same sick, twisted sense of humor that I do, you know? Someone in the industry. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I know that there's enough <clears throat> sick and twisted people out there, which is kind of frightening, actually. <laughs> but it's okay. I embrace it. I, I'm totally okay with that. So, anyway, he sent us the contact information for... Um, specifically James Franco and as well as Seth Rogen unfortunately Seth Rogen's people said you know we're not interested in this that and the third and I'm like okay well that's kind of depressing but at the same time we had sent it to James Franco and then we got a phone call back from James Franco's people and they're like yeah we're totally interested um he's just a little busy right now so please send us the script again at the beginning of 2019 and I didn't know whether to scream cry or just explode so I just stood there like violently shaking from excitement (laughs) so yeah that's what's been happening with my script I'm currently working on the second one which I is just like a work in progress like I get ideas for it and then I get a better idea so I'm just like so torn with it but my dad has actually been a big help with both scripts he he suffered through the editing process of the first one (laughs) i didn't suffer it was funny (laughs) okay well he he minorly suffered through the editing process of the first one and then um he's he's helping me come up with hopefully equally funny ideas for the second one so that's the whole story I just tried to summarize it for you I know I can talk a lot so so now uh, we're actually thinking about approaching Netflix right yeah yeah we're considering approaching Netflix since they're doing their own stuff and they've had quite a few really good standalone movies so I'm totally down Netflix if you're listening I will be happy to like sit down and have coffee and we can chat about how funny this script is because I know you guys will do it I mean I've, I've seen the stuff you release on Netflix, so you can't tell me you won't do it. <laughs> so now, this show is about music and asking people what, what styles of music they like. So just briefly, if you could share a little bit of your experience as a professional DJ, that would be great. So, I mean, growing up as a musician's kid, and my mom, <laughs> my mom worked at a family resort, so she was in charge of, like teaching people like line dances and stuff like that like the cha-cha slide and cupid shuffle and just stuff like that so music has always been a very massive part of my life um I got into DJing actually after my mom did my mom decided that she wanted to be like a wedding DJ or whatever and then she just never pursued it after that because it was long nights and you know sometimes people would cancel at the last minute because somebody had a better deal or whatever the case was or you know she does have a full-time job so it's not like she could do it consistently so I thought hey why not why don't I do this so then I reached out to my friends who had mutual friends who were in college and then one thing led to another and next thing I knew I was DJing frat parties and panicking whenever drunk people would get near my equipment so nice you know that was that was a fun time I mean I was never really a huge like party person to begin with I would go because my friends were there but it was just not really like my thing if sure. if that's the way I can describe it but I mean 
it's totally fine if that's your thing go for it i had a lot of fun at these parties because you know you get to watch people like breaking tables because they think that they can stand on like a ping pong table and it just (laughs) breaks in half and you're like i shouldn't laugh but i am so and then oh apologies oh no it's okay and then of course you get the ridiculous requests from like mostly obnoxiously drunk girls and they're like can you play that song for me i love that song and i'm like okay yeah i'll play it and then you never play it because it's not on the list insert air quotes when i say on the list (laughs) so now how would you say that experience has changed your view of music um it's it's definitely broadened my horizons with music because i i love almost everything except country i i'm not a country person what i never have been i just never like jumped on the bandwagon i don't know what it is i just can't join the country club okay i have to insert this here okay you watched nashville and liked it but they didn't play country it was pop and rock it wasn't country that wasn't pure country that's why i could sit through it calling country now okay that's pop. That's pop and rock. Yeah, I couldn't that's agree more country. except that that's what they're calling country. So technically you did kind of like some of that. Some of, like that I can deal with, but not raw, like... You don't you like know, Hank Williams Sr., huh? No. No, not a fan. Tear in my beer, that's a great tune. No. You don't like that? No. Okay. I well. just, I can't. I don't know why. I just can't enjoy proper country music. It needs to have, like a pop or rock undertone to it for me to like thoroughly enjoy it okay so So now let's do this then of older groups what would you say of older groups now um what would you say is your most favorite band of all i there's no way i can pick one that's like trying to ask somebody what's their favorite book and they're like a huge book nerd and have a library that fills up their entire apartment like that's not even a fair question (laughs) it's not about being Um, fair this is the question (laughs) what just one band and actually it doesn't have to be a permanent favorite but the one that pops to your mind right now i'll i'll do it based off of who i have the most of on my playlist and if that's the case it's probably acdc oh good band because i just they have such iconic songs that you know you hear them in movies or even if you don't know the name you're like oh i love that song you know so definitely acdc led zeppelin's up there metallica's up there Def Leppard's up there. Ooh, yeah. Um, who else is up there? I'm trying to think consistently, like, who I have more than one song from. Well, no, wait. But while you're thinking, I have a question concerning ACDC. Uh-oh. There, there have been now three singers. Which one do you like the best? Mm. Bon Scott, Brian, or Axel? I... I may get a ton of hate for this, and I'm so sorry, but I just can't get on the Axl Rose bandwagon. <laughs> okay, so not him. The, Who's the one you did like the most? Um, probably, probably Bon Scott. Really? But I I feel like he had just enough uniqueness to him where, you know, he he filled in fine versus. I, I don't know how Filled to explain in it. fine. What do you mean? Well, you know how, like, Axl Rose, everyone knows Axl Rose is from Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, 
I'm watching the lead singer of Guns N' Roses sing with ACDC versus like Bon Scott where you're like, oh, he totally fits in with the image and the sound and, you know, that whole thing. Well, he invented it. That's what I mean. Right, okay. So you're not worrying about if like it sounds okay you know that was the whole argument with journey when they brought on the new singer who was from the philippines but he sounds just like him and he brings this new energy and they're like oh wow not only can he sing but he can run around on stage like crazy and he you know can put on a show and that's always the biggest concern is you know yeah you can sound just like a person but can you engage with the audience in the way that you have to in order to make them think, yeah, that was an amazing concert, you know, Mm -hmm. or that was an amazing show, or that's an amazing song. Right, right. Okay, so I guess you said Bon Scott, and that's a good choice, since he actually started the whole (laughs) thing with ACDC. Exactly, exactly. So now, of um, what are you listening to the most right now? Uh... What do you mean, like genre or? No, what just, band? What band? Sorry. What band am I listening to the most right now? Uh, I can give you the most recent, and that was Metallica. <laughs> I was listening to "Enter Sandman" by Metallica. It's just, I just like that song. There's no other explanation <laughs> other than I just like that song. <laughs> but you're not just in rock. You like all kinds of stuff, don't? You? Oh yeah, I like pop stuff. I like stuff that plays on the radio. I like. Uh, rock, heavy metal, um, again, basically everything except country. <laughs> so now, what is um, one? What's your favorite newest band that's out now? Like in the last couple years, came out and you're like, oh my gosh, I just love this group. Even if it's a solo artist. My favorite is probably a tie between, and they're both like techno pop groups okay but i just jumped on the bandwagon um one is called walk the moon and a lot of people know their song shut up and dance oh yeah I it like was that on the radio all over the place and it was like a summer top 50 for a while and all that and they just released a new album and i actually played one of their songs for you called uh lost in the wild it was really good and yeah. For it being a techno pop song, you really just enjoy it because it's like, oh, okay, you know, like I can listen to this in the car with the windows down, just driving, you know, like that kind of thing. Or you can walk to the beat and pretend you're, you know, in on a TV show or whatever the case is. And then another band that definitely is underrated, and they made an American debut for a split second. And then they just kind of faded with their song called King. It was on the radio all summer. And I remember um, it's the band is called Years and Years before I forget to mention that because I'm going to go off on a tangent and then I'll forget. But actually, one of my best friends discovered the band and we were both listening to this song. And I remember I was in the car with him and he played it on the radio. And I'm like, you know this song? And he goes, you know this song? And we were just belting it at the top of our lungs. And then I ended up buying... um, Wait, what was the name of the group again? Years and Years. Years and Years, okay. Yeah, and they're an English um, techno-pop band. And it's just a trio. It's a keyboard player, a singer, and a drummer, I believe? Yeah, a drummer. And um, 
they were so good live they sounded exactly like the record they weren't lip syncing their opening act I don't know who their opening act was but she was phenomenal now, there's a question for you <clears throat> would you prefer to go to a live music show and hear it sound like the record or hear it sound different but still amazing both I appreciate when it sounds like the record because then I can say, you know, oh, okay, good. That's actually what they sound like. That's not auto-tune. It's not, you know, fake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I can also appreciate when you go there and then they're singing and they just do something wild with it. Like they hit a crazy high note or something like that. And I'm like, okay, okay, I can embrace this, you know? So it's... It's a mixture of both. I appreciate when it's done well. But if you're going to a show and you can tell that they're lip syncing and you can tell that it's auto-tune and it's, it just takes you out of the experience, you know? Right. And I also hate when fans are screaming right in your ear. Like, if I wanted to pay to hear you scream all the time, I would just, like, go to your house and, like, watch you swoon over boy bands and, like, Twitter feeds and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not there for you to scream in my ear, so please stop it. Now, can you please explain to me a phenomenon called K-pop? K-pop? Oh my gosh. What is that and what is, what is that? <laughs> What's the deal? It's literally Korean pop. That's what it stands for, Korean pop music. And I've jumped on the bandwagon a little bit. One of my <laughs> friends is like, she's in a deep, dark, black hole of K-pop. And she full, she'll tell you that. Like, she will flat out tell you that. But um, She's lost in K-pop. Oh yeah, she fully embraces it though. And um, I, I think, again, it's just one of those things where, like, you don't need to understand the language to know that it's a good song. You know okay. what I mean? Because if it has a good beat and, like, you know, if it has a good tempo and you can just kind of, for lack of a better term, jam to it, then who cares you know I mean if you really really want to know what they're saying you can go look up the lyrics I mean I know Google Translate isn't perfect but it's it's sufficient for if you want to know what they're saying but I mean if you can just enjoy the song who cares I mean I know every white girl out there right now is singing Despacito and half of them don't even know what it's saying do you know what it's saying oh yeah what I, is it I speak Spanish so I know what they're saying okay so that's not k-pop now you're talking about what? no I'm saying but for example you know it that's just proof that you don't need to know what they're saying to enjoy a song so what what is Despacito I am not going to disclose that information because you are my father and I do not feel comfortable and speaking it's a family about that. show so then this is a family show what, so what artist is that song from uh Fonsi and daddy yankee um there's also a remix that has justin bieber in it but he sings in english and then tries to sing in spanish but you can tell that it's a white guy who doesn't speak spanish singing in spanish so, so he's like reading it it's yeah painful. yeah he, it's like you can hear him reading it off the paper so i'm like eh, but it's <laughs> it's a good song nonetheless it won a ton of awards it was on the radio forever i think it's still on the radio i don't listen to the radio so i don't know but that's Probably beside the point is, yeah. yeah well we're actually over our time by just a little bit and it seems like there's still a whole <laughs> whole lot that we could get out of you so we'll have to do this again and i want to say thank you to you for being on my show i really appreciate it thanks for having me and thank you guys for listening to my ranting and I managed not to get too distracted so I'm proud of myself. <laughs>
Yeah, you did great. Despite the fact that we're sitting in this beautiful court, courtyard plaza in downtown Los Angeles on a, on a gorgeous evening. Mm -hmm. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in again. <laughs> uh, we're going to have another episode surely very soon. And of course, we'll have to have Vera back on. Be sure to send us your comments too. So Vera, thanks so much for doing the show. I appreciate it. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Rock on, everybody. So there you have it, everybody. Another episode of Ask a Friend. Uh, that was Vera Sweeney, my beautiful daughter. Thanks again to her for coming on the show, and I hope you enjoyed those song selections. She mentioned a lot more stuff, too, and we talked about K-pop also, so make sure you check out that stuff on Spotify. And if you can't find it on Spotify, then definitely go to Google and search it. I'm sure you'll find plenty. Uh, so this is really exciting. It's going really well. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please definitely send me some voice messages through Anchor or uh, some comments, even through uh, where you can reach me actually is my website, blackgraz.com. So B-L-A-K-G-R-A-Z.com. I would love to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and ideas, maybe even song requests. And remember right now, I have a, a, a promise out from the last show. If you send me a song request and I can find it on Spotify, I will put it into uh, the uh, in between the intro and the interview at the beginning of the show. So you get to hear your song, and I'll make mention of you. Now, if you send me a voice message, too, through Anchor, I will actually include that voice message so long as it's family-friendly. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. <clears throat> Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Ask a Friend with uh, Tom Sweeney from Black Grass. I really appreciate all the listens, the retweets, and the tweets, and the hearts, and the favorites. Thank you so much for everything. Love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Rock on.